Hey legends, welcome back to another episode here at the Bold Podcast. Hope you guys have been a blessed week. Um, we also want to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, whatever time you guys are actually listening to this, uh, I hope it you know it edifies you, encourages you. And if you haven't listened to our previous episode with the brother Ian, uh, with the title um, "This Is Your Year," if you say so. That was the last uh, preaching of the month. So today we're going to start with the new one called Rice. So remember, Legends, we have conference coming up the 25, 26, 27, I believe. Um, don't don't miss out. We are actually looking forward. Yeah, it is the 25, 26, and 27. Um, it's going to be, you know, God moving. I'm not saying God, you know. Use a special events. God can move anywhere. But this is something special. Um, so we encourage you guys. If you guys, uh, if you're listening and you are near Concord, Pittsburgh, Walnut Creek, near this area, uh, I invite you guys to, you know, join. Join our conference. It's, it's going to be fire. And not because it's <laughs> our conference, but because we know that guy's doing a lot of things in the church. So today it's our pastor. Um, I was gonna say pastor. Yeah, our pastor Eli. He's gonna be the one talking, uh, giving the, the the message. So if you guys haven't, if you guys missed last Friday's uh, service, we got you guys like always. So this is Pastor Eli speaking with the title "Rise Above." I hope he blesses you guys and hope to see you guys on Friday. Remember, Friday seven thirty. Uh, we'll, we'll always be expecting you guys. All right, so. Uh, this is uh, Pastor Eli with Rice Above. God bless you guys. Amen, amen. It's Friday night, y'all. Come on. That means Chick-fil-A is open on Summersville Road. Because it ain't Sunday. Amen. Who wants some Chick-fil-A after this? Anybody? We got in and out people in here? No? Come on, if you're like me, we keep it old school. Some McDonald's people in here. McDonald's, yeah, best fries in the world best cheeseburger in the world all right y'all don't know about the mcdonald's cheeseburgers i got them cheeseburgers <laughs> but it's friday night i'm excited you baby you li- listen you could have been anywhere else on a friday night and you decided to be at legendary give it up for yourself come on give it up for yourself amen you know we we, we just ended a series called this is your year where we had such great words. I kicked it off the first week. Pastor Rocio brought an amazing word. Pastor Jane brought a diff, uh, an amazing word. Then we had my brother Ian last week close it out with such an amazing word. But we are in February, y'all. We're, we're already in the love bird month. But above that, we are at legendary conference month. Come on. We are officially three weeks away from legendary conference that we themed it Rise. And so this month it was just normal and I felt uh, just uh, called to name the series of this month. If you could throw it up there. I'm not sure if they have the backdrop for it, but if you could throw it up there. Come on, everybody say with me, Rise. Come on, say Rise loud. 
And we are going to be talking about rising. As a matter of fact, the title of my message tonight is Rise Above. Look at the person next to you and tell them it's time to rise above. Come on, tell them rise above what? Rise above every circumstance in your life, every situation. Rise above anything the devil has trying to throw in your way. Rise above every problem, every issue. Everything that the enemy has tried to rob, rob from you, it's time to rise above that. Amen? I want you, if you have your Bibles, I'm not going to be too long because I want to have some food after this. Who wants to have food after this? Y'all with me? So this is the deal. Listen, the more you shout at me, the more you yell at me, the quicker I preach. Yeah, the, the, uh, you, okay, somebody cut on, somebody cut on. The more you yell at me, the quicker I preach. All right, that, that like cut it down by like three minutes and a half, roughly. That was like two seconds, okay. Uh, uh, if you have your Bible, go with me. Listen, if you have your iBible, I say this every time I will continue to say it because I really believe firmly in this. Y'all ready? If you have your iBible, go ahead and open up your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 1, 6-7. If you have your real Bible, extra, extra brownie points. That's brownie points. You're going to heaven. If you have an Android, go ahead and stand up and go home. Come back next week with the iPhone. All right. No, I'm kidding. All right. You ready? We have it up there. I want you to read this with me, all right? 2 Timothy 1, 6 through 7. It says this. It says, this is a reminder for you guys. You ready? It says, this is why I remind who? You. To fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you. Uh, when I laid my hands on, all right, we're going to read that back. We're going to read that back. Go back, go back, go back. This is why I remind who? Say me. Okay. To fan into flames the spiritual gifts God gave me. Okay, you cut on. When I laid my hands on, well, God laid his hands on you. Okay, you get it. All right. That's, that's uh, Pittsburgh and Antioch grammar in high school. Okay, anyway, the next one. Okay. For God, here we go. For God has not given who? Us. A spirit of? And. But of? I'm going to read that again. For God has not given a spirit of? And. A, and but of? You got it? Amen. I'm believing that God's about to fan some people here tonight. He's about to fan you. Who, you know, the other day, I went to Shirasoni. Who's been to Shirasoni? Y'all been to Shirasoni? You know when the dude goes like this, he grabs that white bottle and goes, shh, and then he goes, and then he, when he, what, what does the fire do? It goes, and then you feel the heat, right? What does the heat do you, do to you? It fans you. The first time I went, I thought my eyebrows fell off. <laughs> And my daughter didn't want to ever go back because she was like three and she got freaked out of her mind. Because it's a fan. I believe that when God gets a hold of some people, that type of heat, that type of fan is going to start fanning off of some people's body. That's going to make some demons tremble. That's going to make some people fall into the spirit. That's going to make some people get activated. That's the type of fanning that I want. I don't want that good. We don't, you know, we, we, we're going into the summer. Who's, some, who's summer body ready? Don't answer that. Don't answer that. 
I don't want nobody to answer that. But I really believe that God is about to start doing some amazing things. You know, the other day, me and Ian were talking about this. And we were talking about that everybody's born with two fears. You ready for this? Everybody's born with two fears. Everybody's born with the fear of falling. Yeah. And everybody's born with the fear of, I wrote it here, loud noises. <laughs> You've ever been on a roller coaster? And when you go down... I don't care who you are. You, you can say you like that feeling. I don't like that feeling. That feeling gives me like, like butterflies. Inside. When you're going down, it's not nice. It is not nice. And fear of loud noises. Unless you're a gangster and you were born in Oakland and you thought gunshots were fireworks, uh, when you hear loud noises, you're going to flinch. If you're like me, you're about to make some grandma noises. You know, you're going to be like, hey, Dios. You know what I mean? You're you going you, you to be like, hey, Dios. Stuff like that's going to come out of you because loud noises can get loud amen and and, and I, I wrote some things out because we live in a world where doctors and medics and psychologists have now suddenly found a thousand more fears that they try to throw at you I mean they throw at you all these type of fears in reality there's not many fears but they throw all these things so today I'm just gonna be a myth buster for a second all right I wrote some fears down that I grew up and I got like scared as a kid growing up we, we were told to be afraid of the dark I don't I don't know who told you to be afraid of the dark but I don't know if you're Hispanic in this room they would tell you don't walk down the hallway with the lights off I have no clue why darkness is just part of the day the sun goes up it's what it's like when the sun goes down it's dark it's just a part they told us to they told us not to look behind the shower curtain when we were sitting on the toilet come on some of y'all still don't some of y'all sitting there in the throne and you're looking at the curtain and you're like, I don't even want to open the curtain. I don't know what's behind. Nothing. Your crusty toe, ankle, little uñas are right there in the shower. That's behind the curtain. But we were told that. Wait, wait, I wrote some stuff. We, we were told not to make ugly faces because our face would get stuck. Were you told that? The reality is that some of our faces were just like that. It, it didn't get stuck. <laughs> they, they didn't get stuck. They were just like that. That's a different message. I, I want this on it. We, okay, listen. We were told that if you swallowed gum, it would get stuck in your stomach for seven years. That's a myth, y'all. You poop it out the next day. That's what we were told. We were told, listen to this. We were told that if you left the light on in the car, the top light, while you were driving, you would get a ticket. That's not true. You don't get a ticket. I still do that. Turn off the light. We're going to get a ticket. <laughs> we were, okay. We were told that after you eat, you can't get in the pool. That's a myth. We were told that you can't go from the swimming pool to the jacuzzi and the jacuzzi to the swimming pool. That's actually healthy for you. Athletes go from the sauna to an ice bucket all the time. It's actually good for your body. The problem is that there's a lot of telling, but I come to ask the question, who's telling you what? Who's the person that's telling you? Because you can be listening to people or you can be listening to God's voice. The problem is that in this culture, we've gotten so used to listening to the wrong voices when we should be listening to one voice, and that is who? Our Father's voice, yeah, yeah. Man, so what happens? Listen, this is what happened to me. As a matter of fact, I'm going there tomorrow. I remember when I was 15. Let me tell you this. 
back in the day, it was called Marine World. If you're like from 19, like 92 and below, you remember Marine World. It's now called Six Flags <sighs> or Discovery Kingdom. What is it called? I don't even know. But in my time, it was called Marine World. And I remember being 15 years of age. And, and we went with the school. And, and, and I was a heavy set boy. Uh, I liked to eat uh, a lot of beans and rice. Uh, my mom would give me a lot of flautas. And uh, I was a heavy set boy. So, but listen, let me tell you, I was afraid of roller coasters. I was, I was. I was afraid of roller coasters. And, and, and all my buddies, they wanted to go on this ride called Medusa. Y'all know Medusa, right? Medusa, Medusa. Medusa is the devil, okay? Um, they wanted to go on Medusa. So, so, so we got in this line. This line is long. It was a long line. I mean, it, you guys been on Medusa. It curves, it goes up, and it goes. So what I was doing was I was there, and I was sweating like canola oil. I was, like, sweating because I had just had some breakfast, right? And I'm, like, sweating, and all my friends are like, oh, my God, we can't wait to get on. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to punch you in the face, and you know, in my mind. And, I, and I'm scared, but I'm trying to act, like, super super tough right because I'm like I ain't gonna be scared you know and, and the line keeps getting closer and closer and and closer and and as we get closer my, I start I start feeling like pains in my stomach like something is happening in my stomach y'all y'all get it right I need to go to number two and, and so 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 I'm just like oh my goodness what am I gonna do and as we get closer I start seeing like eight-year-olds and and 12-year-olds get off this ride and I'm like 15 16 so I'm like and they're getting up they're like mom let's go again and you know, stuff like that and I'm just like oh my goodness I'll slap you right now right and, and, and we're getting closer but then this is what happened listen this is what happened I, I, I look back and when I look I see a lot of people I see a lot of, and, and all my boys are there and they're talking to each other and they're in the moment they don't even know I'm there right and, the, and, and I have two options there I have two options I could have rose above and conquered my fear or I could have stepped back and blended in with the crowd I decided that I was going to rise. No, I did not rise above. No, I did not. What I did, listen to this. I said like this. As chubby as I was, I disappeared. I, I, I maneuvered. I maneuvered through the crowd. And I started going back. And, and slowly I was like behind. And they were over there. And, and, and what I did was I fell back into the crowd. You see, the enemy wants to do the same thing with you. He sees that 2022 is bringing so many more opportunities. 2022 is bringing so many more chances. But he wants you to fall back into the same habits that you've been doing every single year. He wants you to fall back into the same friendships. He wants you to fall back into the same relationships. The devil is wanting you to fall back. Listen, he doesn't want you to lead culture. He wants you to just be part of culture. He, he doesn't want you to impact your city. He just wants you to be part of the city. He doesn't want you to impact people he just wants you to be part of the people because he knows what you carry on the inside and if you were able to rise above the circumstance if you were able to rise above your fears man you would be an unstoppable weapon for Jesus you would but in that moment I Eli decided to step back one of the reasons too was that I didn't I wasn't sure if I fit in the seat I was scared that if the ride went down, that thing popped up, I was going to be like a balloon going straight to heaven. Just, I was going to be out of there. So what happens when we could lead, listen to this, when we could lead, we follow. When we could rise up, we shrink back. When we should say things, we stay quiet. We've all been there. We just simply fall in line with the crowd. Right now, we are living a culture of the unknown. 
of the unknown, so much uncertainty. I mean, I don't know about you, but you look anywhere in the city of Antioch and there's signs everywhere of a girl missing. Everywhere. We don't know if we can even go to Target. We don't know if we can go to Costco. We don't know if we can come to 501 Auto Center Drive. We don't know what we can do because we're living in a world of uncertainty. And that is exactly where the devil wants you to be. The devil wants you to live a life of fear. But I'm going to tell you, listen, I made some commitments this year. I don't know about you, but I made some commitments this year. Commitments that would require me to take a loss. The tough commitments. Are you able to let aside the things that you love to serve God? Are you able to make the hard choices to follow Jesus? I mean, are you able to lose money to follow Jesus? Are you able to lose possessions to follow Jesus? Are you able to lose friendships to follow Jesus? Because listen, I made the commitment, I'd rather lose all that but gain the kingdom of heaven. I'd rather lose everything but get eternal life with my Father. The tough question is, are you willing to lose to win? Are you willing to lose to win? God was ministering to me as I was writing this down, and and I want to speak on four fears that we need to rise above. But before I touch that, God gave me a, 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 a verse that is the medicine of fear. You got your Bible? I want you to go with me to Acts chapter 18, if you have your Bible. Acts 18, 9. I, I love this verse. Listen to this. It's real simple. It's a simple verse. Acts chapter 18, verse 9. Verse 9. It says, one night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision and told him. Listen. This is what he told them. Don't be afraid. This is what he told them. Don't be afraid. And he gave them two things to do. Speak out and not be silent. Speak out and not be silent. You want to see things happen in your life? Speak out and not be silent. You want to see things change in your life? Speak out and not be silent. You want to see your circumstance begin to shift and change your relationship with God. Your things get better. You need to speak out and the problem is the church has been silent for way too long. Because we want to be one person on the outside and another person on the inside. But you can only be one person because the Bible says that he will vomit those that are stepping and playing around in two places. The truth is, if you are real with God, God will be real with you. That's the reality. So I want to talk on four fears. We need to rise above. Go ahead and throw my first one up there. Say it, right. Say it with me loud. Say it with me loud. We need to rise above the fear of man. I love what Bishop T.D. Jake said. T.D. Jake said this. People's opinion of you are none of your business. I'm going to say that again. People's opinion of you are none of your business. What people think about you, that's none of your business. You shouldn't care what people think about you. You should care what God thinks about you. Yeah, you can, if you're going to give it to Jesus, give it to Jesus loud. Proverbs 29 says this. For the fear of man is like a snare. Do you know what a snare is? You know what a snare is? They grab these things called snares and they put them in the jungle to capture large animals. But let me tell you, a snare does not kill you. A snare hinders you. A snare slows you down. 
That means that when a lion or a bear is running, it, the snare snaps his leg, snaps his arm, and it keeps him still. He's not dead. He's just not living. He's not dead. He's breathing, but he's not experiencing life. He's still, he's not where he wants to be, but he's stuck. The fear of man will snare you. The problem some of you guys are the way you are is because you're not willing to let go of the friends who have you snared. The problem some of you guys are dealing with is because you're afraid of what your brother or your sister is going to think. And let me tell you something. Look at the person next to you and tell them, you ain't paying my bills. Tell them. Tell them, the day you pay my bills, you can tell me what to do. Tell them, the day you pay my Comcast bill and my Getro bill, you get to tell me. If you ain't paying my bills, tell them, I don't want to hear nothing that, that comes out of your mouth. The fear of man will snare you and will hold you back. Write this down. Number two. We need to rise above what? Fear of the future. Right now there are millions of people that are terrified of what tomorrow holds. We got COVID 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. We got Corona 2, 3, 7, 8, 9, 6, 7, 8, 9, 12. Omicron one nine 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 six seven. Can I get one? Can I get one? I mean, we we we're scared of what tomorrow holds, but the Bible is very clear that He has ordered your what? If you read the Bible, the Bible says that He has ordered your steps. The book of Isaiah says that the world is filled with darkness. Hear, hear this out, friend. The world is filled with darkness. But here, if you keep reading, because a lot of people read the Bible and they just stop and they get scared. Of that. But if you keep reading, it says, but a light will shine. You know who that light is? You are the light. It says the church will shine. Who is the church? You are the church, friend. That means that a light will shine in the middle of the darkness. When the world seems more chaotic, that is more opportunity for someone to rise up, stand up, and make a difference. It's when everything seems worse. When everything is going bad. That is the perfect opportunity to rise up and stand up. Number three, write this down. Rise above the fear of what? The what ifs. Come on, we all have the what if friends, right? What if I look dumb, right? What if I fall? What if I can't do it? What if she says no? What if he says no? What if I die? What if I get stuck? stuck? What, if I, what, if I, what if I can't do it? What if I can't sing? What if I can't preach? What if I... The what ifs. What if you were to live in the trust ends? I trust in God, look at my family. I trust in God, look at my finances. I trust in God, look at my purpose. I trust in God, look at what outcome. I trust in. You know, we were talking about this uh, with, with Jane, with, with uh, I think it was Sarah, we were talking about this. You know, we need to change the way we see things. Yeah, I don't get to preach. Listen, listen, no, no, sorry, backwards. I don't have to preach. I get to preach. Yeah. I don't have to sing. I get to sing. Oh man, today I have to serve. You don't have to serve. You get to serve. You don't have to. You don't get to. You don't have to uh, uh, usher. You get to usher. 
It's all about perspective. When you're able to turn the what if, what if I can't do this to, hey, I trust in God. I wrote this down. It's powerful. Obedience is your responsibility. Results are God's responsibility. Somebody needs to write that down. Obedience is your responsibility. Results are God's responsibility. God told Moses to raise his hands. All Moses did was raise his hands. He was being obedient. They were winning the war. As soon as Moses put his hands down, he was being disobedient. They began to lose the war. As soon as Moses put his hands up, they began to... See, Moses was just being obedient. If you're just obedient, the results will come from God. But you got to be obedient. You got to say yes. Say with me, yes. Say yes. Number four, and I'm going to finish with this. We got to rise above the fear of the enemy. We got this wrong, church. We got this wrong, church. We think that the, the God, God's rivalry is the devil. God has no rival. For, for many years, I, I, I thought about this. I was like, uh, uh, the devil is God's challenger. No, no, no. God has no rival. God has no equal. If we were to say that he's God's challenger, we are to saying that, God, that the devil has enough power just like Jesus. But that's not the case. God has no rival. We're not fighting to win. We already won. We already won. We're not fighting to win. We won already. The fear of the enemy. The fear of el chamuco. Chanclas, cucuy. That's some Mexican fairy tales. La llorona. We say things like, oh, if your food falls, like in Spanish, they'll be like, oh, the devil licked it already. Like, who, who taught you that? Let's change our vocabulary. The Bible says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That means God gave you what? Authority. That means that you carry authority. God gave you authority. I'm going to finish with this verse. It's one of my probably top three verses in the Bible. Top three. If you have your Bible, Luke chapter 10, verse 19. I'm going to finish with this. I don't want to be too long. Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Probably third best verse that I love. You ready for this? It says this. Behold, I give to you. The authority. Everybody say authority. Come on, say it loud like you believe it. Behold, I give to you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. I'm, I'm going to read that again. Behold, I give to you the what? The authority to trample over serpents and scorpions. Listen to this. And over all the power of the enemy and nothing. Say with me, nothing. Say nothing by shall any means hurt you. That means you have authority. Authority to speak and things change. Authority to say and things happen. Authority to tell the enemy, not today and it's not today. A yes is a yes and a no is a no. God has given you authority. I want you to stand to your feet.
And we are three weeks away from Rise Conference. Three weeks away. And this word, I want this word to stick to you. Rise above. Listen, church is not one on a Friday or a Sunday. Church is one. Your life is one on a Monday. Your life is one on a Tuesday. Your life is one on a Wednesday. It's not one on the days that you come to church. It's one on the days you don't come to church. So when the enemy comes with everything he got, you remember that you rise above. You rise above because why? Because he's given you the authority to trample over anything the enemy throws your way. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to just close your eyes. I'm going to invite you. I'm going to invite you to the altar if you want to. I'm not going to force anybody. If you want to finish up up here, I want to invite you to just tell God, man, we're one month into the year. We're already in February. Just like that, one month is gone. And just like that, two months and three months and four months will be gone. And the question is, when are you going to rise above and do what God has been calling you to do. So I'm going to invite you. If that's you, I want you to run up here. Nobody's going to lay hands on you. And if, they, if, they, if some leaders want to lay hands on some people, go for it. If, if, some of you, if some of you young kids want to pray over other kids, feel free to do it, feel led to do it. But as we sing this song, I want you to raise your hands and lift up and say, God, I am ready to rise above. I am ready to speak out. I am ready to do things for you. not a cover mission nope <laughs> i'm not gonna hide do i am anymore god can you tell me what you doing i'm surprised i'm not gonna lie thought i had it figured out when i wrote every time i need rings for my team you told me hold this out try to blame it on the devil try to blame myself wow